Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williams, and how the hell are ya? I uh, I feel like I sound a little off today. I slept last night at a friend's house, and I didn't have my um, sleep apnea machine. So there's a really good chance my body was fighting for survival last night. So my throat's a little... Uh, a little phlegmy, it feels like... Um, I should tell my sleep apnea story one day, but today's not that day. We'll save that for another day. Uh, today, we got a guest, so we're going to get to him. He goes by Paul. No, he doesn't go by Paul. His name is Paul, but he goes by Stone Cold Daddy, uh, one of the best follows on Instagram. Uh, all kinds of original content, uh, very funny memes, and not what I would call hacky memes. Like there, there are parenting memes that are very kind of hacky, and they all kind of copy each other. He's the guy that they all try to copy. So, Stone Cold Daddy, aka Paul, is the guest this week. You're in for a good one. Before I get to that, <laughs> I laugh every time because I hate doing it. I do. I hate doing it, but it's such a, like a requirement. I have to say it. Um, I don't have sponsors for this. So I have to, I have to, I have to rely on you, a lovely individuals and listeners, to hit subscribe or follow wherever you're listening or watching this, um, or provide a thumbs up or five star kind of review. Comments are always welcome. I, I appreciate all of the engagement, and I, I assure you, every single comment, review follower i noticed almost in real time because i am obsessive with trying to grow this thing so uh thank you to anyone who's done it in the past and uh if you have done it in the past tell a friend this is that nerd dad parent uh screwed it up right at the end but i'm not redoing it this is that nerd dad podcast parenting pop culture and politics and the occasional blooper reel are you listening damn Oh. All right, everyone, as promised, my guest today is Paul, a.k.a. at Stone Cold Daddy. I'm guessing you're a big wrestling fan, uh, Paul? Uh, when it was cool. When okay. it was cool. E either that or when I was a lot younger. Uh, so <laughs> back in the uh, dating myself back in the 90s, was into it, and I'll always have a soft spot in my heart for that sporting and entertainment, as they call it. Did you ever attend any of the live events? Uh, of course, I did. <laughs> you did? Okay. Uh, yeah, no, uh, several. When they came, when they came to uh, came to my area, and um, you know, Stone Cold and The Rock were uh, still popular. I mean, geez, that was twenty years ago. But yes, uh, me and our, me and a few uh, friends we were heavy into it. So I can remember. I remember going to one live event. Uh, and at the, it was right near the peak of like D generation X. That was kind of, so I think you and I are probably similar close stage. Uh, but that was kind of the peak for me as well, but stone cold daddy must've, 
like how long have you had your Instagram? Like how long have you had that moniker? Uh, since 2016. Um, so this is something you've been holding on to this idea of like this name. Oh, well, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. It was just, uh, you know, <laughs> we watched so much uh, during those last couple of years of college. Like it basically, uh, you know, <laughs> that generation X, like basically formed itself into our forever conscious. Like uh, a couple of guys from back then, I haven't talked, even if I haven't talked to them in like months and months and months, uh, we can still drop a stone cold quote or a rock quote and we'll be right back into it. You're right back to right back to when you were kids. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So when I, when I reached out to you and said, you know, why did you start Stone Cold Daddy? Um, because your 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 profile online um, and the the type of material you share, it's a little edgier. It's a you know, it's not it's not all uh, sunflower and rainbows, but it's also not like com just complaining about your kids. There's a nice level of balance there. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to show a part of our, uh, our chat here. And you yeah. said, when I started stone cold daddy, I didn't realize why I started it. I thought it was an outlet, but it was too in short to document my full personal investment into honest parenthood subliminally through humor and no holds barred commentary, no holds barred commentary. Certainly uh, the wrestling influence. Um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no holds barred. So <laughs> what does that mean to you? Like, talk to me about why you started it beyond this kind of beautiful sentence that you wrote. Um, so I'll take you back to around uh, 2016 when I actually uh, had originally started it. Uh, right around that time, I realized that we had just had uh, our second child was just turning uh, one around that point. And I've been a stay at home dad to our daughter, who is four years older than uh, my son is. And it was around that time I realized that uh, I was going to have to drop a couple of things and reinvest myself into the whole parenthood thing, because it was uh, it was starting to take its toll and it wasn't. The transition from one kid to two kids uh, just wasn't as, as easy. And it just so happened that a good friend at the time said that, you know what, Paul, you should start a blog. Uh, just because of, you know, I drop a couple one-liners on Facebook uh, from every, every now and again uh, that people would respond to. And when I say uh, I had to reinvest myself in family, like around the same time, I basically, it was, it's ironic. I dropped my personal Facebook account and basically was only interacting through my stone cold Twitter, the blog and what have you. And, you know, just a side note, you would be surprised at uh, how much you can get done in six months without social media. Uh, but anyway, um, and as I was doing it, like I, you know, wanted to make it funny, but uh, you know, at the same time, I wanted it to represent, uh, you know, a lot of myself. And uh, me in a nutshell is, uh, even though, like, I can get social, um, introverted, I do graphic design is, uh, you know, my pastime. And so where, where I bridge that gap between being able to, you know, really converse with people is I like to create things that represent myself, how I see the world, and how I like to connect with other people. 
And when I'm working with a client, uh, one of my favorite things to do is to iron it out and get it right. Uh, and the only way to do that is to really, really listen and uh, be flexible and be willing to take constructive criticism. A lot of the same things that, uh, you know, go into parenting. And I, uh, beyond like a couple of one-liners that, uh, and tweets and a couple of blog posts, I realized that to really, really be genuine, I really, really had to be genuine for a lot of the, that, you know, comedy and uh you know communication to like really really be what i wanted it to be yeah you, you had to strip away kind of the uh, wor worrying about what others thought of you exactly and also trying to uh worrying about you know checking boxes like uh you know i was never one to fit into a cookie cutter or whatever and i'm not saying that to uh be like i'm this you know, crazy, unique uh, person. It's just that, uh, you know, I like a lot of different things. I talk a different way sometimes. And I don't know, I raised my kid with some kids with some of that expression. And I wanted, I also, uh, you know, want that to come out in some of the content I produce. So from what, what I know about you and, you know, research that I've done and you and I talking a little bit, you know, you used to be a DJ, that's correct? Yes. Okay. So between the visual expression that, you know, what you're doing, being a DJ, this, yep. there's clearly a creative itch that you have to scratch. It's just part of who you are. Um, how has that, like, when, when did you stop being a DJ? Tell me about the, the DJ experience. Was that just like help get you through college or was that like, that was going to be your profession for a while? Uh, it was basically like a part-time thing. I don't know. I maybe held on to the idea of it being a profession for a little bit, but uh, it actually was. Hold on to that dream. <laughs> yeah. It was just something I really, really like to do. And, uh, you know, I always love to dance. I love music. And yeah. uh, that atmosphere at the time was something I'd really feel like. Uh, whether it was at bars or at parties, uh, you know, I just, it's good to know a guy with DJ equipment. <laughs> and uh, I basically did that uh, through the latter part of college uh, on for about five or six years after that. And then, uh, you know, I personally just started getting a little too old for that type of atmosphere. So that's uh, why I unfortunately had to retire at that point. I had a very similar experience when it comes to uh, stand-up comedy because it's you start going to these clubs that like you're like um, I missed my window I'm not going to make this professionally yeah. <laughs> it's not for me anymore <laughs> right me. right the crowd no longer cares I'm an old man and I have to go home to my family yeah uh, and you're like they're actually pretty cool I prefer to be with them uh, you know more than less so there you go. <laughs> That guy's doing cocaine in the corner. I don't think I should be here anymore. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm gonna go. He just asked me. Uh, no, sorry, I am going home. I'm the DD, and I have to change diapers. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, 
what I love about your, your your stuff online is um that it ventures into R-rated um without being um incredibly graphic. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share something you tweeted, not tweeted, shared on Instagram recently. Uh <laughs> the terrible twos are like butt plugs. They're not pleasant and they're only bracing you for something a lot harder to handle. God damn, that is gold. Mm. <laughs> Where did you come up with that? I you know what? That was one of those uh, you know, you're uh, you know, you're a content creator. Like, you know, some you workshop for a while and you know that doesn't sound right. It <laughs> and this may reveal a little bit more than I was expecting to reveal, but you know, whatever. I uh, you know how sometimes uh, you know the present conversation uh, can work itself into some of the things uh, that you write. I can't remember if uh, you know butt plugs came up consistently uh, or it was the terrible twos that were coming up, but that's one of the ones that I had in workshop. I basically. Uh, you know, where I'm sitting right now is about 15 feet away from where it just popped in my head. <laughs> and um, I, I don't know, may, that uh, maybe reveals a little bit of how, you know, my mind works. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, you don't, we don't converse with our, uh, or at least I don't converse with the company I keep, uh, you know, in PG a PG thirteen manner like I censor myself around my kids but like I don't have to I don't do that in my uh, you know one hundred percent of my waking life and uh, the two aren't unrelated <laughs> so <laughs> this th this this butt plug joke it's that's true locker room talk and that's what I, I appreciate about it because people I think locker room talk gets mistaken for um, being a chauvinistic pig and that's right. They, they kind of like, oh, it's just locker room talk. Like, I don't want to talk about Donald Trump too much, but I like the type of shit that he was saying. Like, no one talks like that in a locker room. That joke, I could hear someone saying in a locker room. And and that's what separates a lot of what you do from other people. So you post that out there. Does your wife talk to you and go like, well, what the, what, what the fuck? People are going to ask me questions now. <laughs> <laughs> Does um, this come back around the house? Like, you shouldn't have shared that. <laughs> Uh, you know what? There have been a couple. It, ju it just so happens it wasn't that one in particular. But okay. for the most part, uh, I mean, we've been together since uh, 2004. Uh, she knows that a lot of aspects of my personality, uh, you know, are unstoppable. <laughs> unstoppable. unstoppable. Like, uh, <laughs> I can I can be contained, I can be censored, but uh, you know, when it comes to you know, expressing myself like I uh that's it's gotta come out somewhere. It's gonna come out somewhere. Okay, fair enough. Um This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now, you've got got two. Uh, You have a girl and a a boy and the girl's Mm -hmm. 11 so she's getting into social media age um has that conversation happened yet uh yeah it kind of had to she was uh involved in she was on the wrong side of well i guess all of them are wrong sides in some uh cyber bullying earlier on this year uh not uh or at the end of last year but uh you know, without getting into that, like, uh, you know, we basically had to have the talk and we'll continue having the talk. She doesn't have a phone yet, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was just a thing. Like she's not on social media, but like her, she has friends who are and some older friends who are, and all of a sudden, like her name was in her, a uh, couple of people she knew's mouth and it just turned into a thing. You've already, and, you see, you've already started to experience this, and she's 11. Yes. Okay, so uh, you're going through it for us. You're, you're taking the hit for us. You can share your experiences. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, be ready for anything. And one lesson that, like, I keep trying to relearn every single day is uh, not to compare it to what I was going through at her age. Like they're playing, uh, even if it wasn't for a social media, they're just playing a different ball game. It's the uh, sign of the times. And uh, I can't shield them from it. I just got to make sure that they remain true to themselves. Uh, you know, respectable, the respectable selves I'm trying to raise as they transition to like a lot of these things that uh, I would like to avoid, but have no choice but to, you know, embrace as it becomes like a part of our everyday lives and scared shitless but uh (laughs) you can't stop it well and i think i think that that that's the right mentality to to a great extent i mean like to your point we could sit here and be like well back in my day i had a game boy my dad didn't get me a phone it was black and white and all kinds of like we just sound like old men but like the times have changed so much in that short window that social media is all encompassing. It's everything we do. It's, it's right. how we interact, it's how we, it's how we survive. And uh, I don't know one person who's not guilty of kind of being obsessed with their phone. We're all kind of addicted to these little devices. So having the mindset of you just got to be ready to roll with the punches um, is key. When, when you realize something was amiss, I'm not going to ask for details. It doesn't sound like we yeah. want to share, and that's fine. Um, was did you did you converse with your wife ahead of time or your partner ahead of time before you sat down with your daughter, or was it like you know jazz and you kind of improvised in the moment? Did you have a game plan? Uh, well, basically both, okay. um, because it uh, we found out about it secondhand through screenshots and. You know, so, and my daughter was uh, involved. She knew exactly what we were talking about right away when we discussed it with her. And 
uh, you know, my partner being the way she is, uh, she had already talked to or had uh, calls out to that had weren't immediately returned to every single parent uh, related or semi-related to this event. Um, so to say we were all over it was an understatement. Um, That's good, man. I, uh, you know, so we basically got it surrounded. And we are, we're also fortunate enough to have a daughter who is 100% her own person. And I want her to keep that so much. Like she is not phased by the social norms. Uh, if it's, you know, dressed as a character day at school and she doesn't feel like it, she does not feel left out of anything if she's like, nah, I'm going to wear this skirt. Uh, you know, you guys are doing that dance. I'm going to do this dance. Uh, this thing isn't too, uh, you know, formal, but I am wearing this dress I want to wear forever. That is who Her mentality is, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. No, well, to think that is it. Exactly. Ex exactly. Like, uh, she, <laughs> uh, the outfit she wears in bed consists of a, uh, a bra, a fur fleece, and these booty shorts. And, uh, you know, the dad in me wants to be like, no, that's inappropriate. But, uh, dude, she is, uh, she is just a force. And I just, uh, I'm like, you know what? Do your thing, girl. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to stand in your way of, you know, being the best you possible. That's a was that hard to turn off that that because like let's be honest I think there's an element of old school like dadding like oh you know and like wanting to get the shotgun out and protect your kids was it hard to turn that off and be like no I need to accept that progressive she's a strong-willed woman was that hard uh well three reasons why it wasn't it wasn't really hard at all uh you know, my partner is a strong woman and, uh, you know, she is, she probably wouldn't go for that anyway. She's uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, two, um, just because of the way I grew up with a, around a lot of toxic masculinity, like, uh, basically I always want to do the opposite of, you know, what would come natural in that regard anyway. And so, like, uh, if I have, even when I have some of those notions of, no, I got to protect her, I'm like, no, not really. I, uh, you know, I, I'm raising her to protect herself. And, uh, you know, <laughs> lastly, she is, uh, since she came out of the womb, she has been demonstrating that, uh, you know, I'm not in trouble. Everybody else is. I love she, that. You know what so, I'm feeling right now? But I can feel like you're, you're you're in north of Boston. I'm uh yeah. I'm in Toronto. We're all long distance away. I can feel the love for your daughter coming through right now. Like I can feel it's palpable. Um, and and when we talked, you said I was like, you know, is there anything else you're passionate about? You know, just trying to get to know you because I didn't know you that well beforehand. And you said I'm in. I'm all for empowering female voices. And I think that like this is just. Holy shit, it's so real for you. It's something you live. Um, where does that come from, that empowering female voices? Where does that, I want to make a stand on that come from? 
well, as I uh, alluded to uh, earlier, I grew up around a lot of toxic masculinity. And so uh, I always reacted to that type of atmosphere, uh, you know, ne negatively, like, and like, it just, you know, that square peg didn't fit in the round hole with me anyway. And so again, uh, you know, I grew up to the contrary. A lot of my friends are actually females just because like that was an, in I, that was an environment I surrounded myself with where I could actually, uh, you know, really feel comfortable with, uh, you know, expressing feelings, expressing anything. And uh, a lot of those friends I grew up with became very strong women. And I don't think I would be in a healthy relationship with my wife had I not spent a lot of time listening to them. And, you know, and when I say empower women's voice, a lot of times like, uh, it just means, uh, you know, shutting the fuck up. And like when you want, like, like I, uh, every single year, one of my New Year's resolutions is to cut down on the mansplaining. Uh, that's something I, I just, I don't, I, I don't know what's wrong with us. Uh, like, and just uh, we do love to make sure everybody's getting it. It's like, yeah, because I got it. I want to make sure you get it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and we're, maybe that, we're proud. We're proud of it. We want to share that pride. We're like, smart. Really. We understand. We want to make sure you understand. Yeah. And it's like, you couldn't possibly compete with this brain power. Are absolutely. You you absolutely not. <laughs> Please listen to the knowledge I'm about to impart on you. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, in short, it's uh, establishing healthy relationships that came from. And, uh, you know, raising, you know, my daughter being a good husband, I learned a lot of that by listening to the women in my life. And so, uh, you know, where we where we live in some environments where those voices are suppressed, I feel we stand to be better people uh, all around if we listen a little bit more. So I want ladies to speak up and I promise I'll shut the fuck up as much as possible. Feels like a shirt. I promise I'll shut the fuck up, um, <laughs> Paul. You know what? I, you know what I heard here. I heard you say I grew up around a lot of toxic masculinity, and I defied that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the opposite. And then I hear you describe what your daughter has been going through, and as you described coming out of the womb, she's got that strong-willed streak that her dad has. That's kind of like you know, fuck you. I'm going to do my own thing, and I got to figure it out on my own. Um, and while it sounds like you found your support system to kind of move you along through life, sounds like you're built into hers. And that's, that's amazing, man. That's so cool. Um, it's, uh, it's inspirational in a lot of ways. And I don't think you intended it to be, but I could, you know, I can connect the dots here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, she is, um, she's my hero in a lot of ways. Like, uh, <laughs> I, when she was five, I saw her looking in the mirror dancing. Uh, I'm a star. I'm a star. I'm a star. And I'm like, if I only had an ounce of that confidence, uh, so I'm just going to get out of your way, uh, you know, 
<laughs> make sure you uh, you know have some respect for authority. But uh, you know that's that's a stronger that's a strong girl I got. So uh, you know I stand to learn a lot from how she sees the world. So let's, uh, we're almost at time. So, but I want to give you a chance to say something nice about your boy. You've said nothing but great things. Is your, is your boy nice as well? Is he a good kid? Um, is he like just a dummy? Like, I don't know. Maybe he's not a good, good kid. Maybe he's a jerk. (laughs) Uh, he is, (laughs) I mean, he's definitely a jerk off. Like he has, uh, (laughs) he, he has learned how to push people's buttons and, uh, for you know, a, uh, he's autistic, and um, <laughs> he is. I'm laughing at the uh, autistic. I'm laughing that you called him a jerk off, and then you slid in the fact, oh, he's also autistic, because I probably wouldn't have laughed so hard the first thing. Uh, we carry on. Uh, that's another. That's me using the brain. That yeah. Well, I mean, he. Uh, but that that said, his um, emotional intelligence and empathy. Uh, he's more empathetic than a lot of adults could ever learn to be. Uh, and so, you know, my daughter's my hero. My son is my soul's match. He is just, uh, he's a love. Um, I don't know any, he's funny. He's a love and he just knows exactly what I need emotionally sometimes. And, uh, I mean, that's probably him in a nutshell. He is Paul. He is at Stone Cold Daddy. You should follow him on Instagram. He's a, one of the all-time follows on Instagram. That's why I'm saying it now. He's one of the all-time follows on Instagram. If you're in the parenting space and you're not following Paul at Stone Cold Daddy, you're doing a disservice to yourself. Paul, thank you so much for doing this today. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, no, I had a good time, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Now I just hit end. That's it. It's the show. That was my man, Paul, a.k.a. Stone Cold Daddy. Uh, I love talking to dudes like him. Just kind of reminds me that I'm not on an island in this thing called dadding daddy daddyhood uh cool dude and then subsequently uh we had a conversation about being the token black friend I think we're gonna have that conversation another day that and uh golden girls we talked golden girls off air so being the token black friend and golden girls where conversations not had on air can't wait to have those while we record one day it'll be a blast want to thank uh deanblundell.com deanblundell.com home of canada's number one podcast network and one of the best podcasts in canada around monday to friday three sometimes four ish uh runs for about two hours a day and uh it's all very loosey-goosey with dean because the thing about dean is if you tell him he needs to start at three uh, his attitude is, fuck you, I'll start whenever I want. Um, so, he goes live most days around 3. Don't set your clock. It's okay if you tune in a minute late. Also want to remind you that I have merch. I think I've sold three shirts, so this was just banging them out. Just so many sales. Uh... <laughs> Zero days without a dad joke. World's okayest dad. Raised by Homer, Peter, San, and Bob, and that nerd dad logo. All available through the Dean Blundell store. I do not make a killing off this. This is strictly for my ego to know that someone's bought it and was like, oh, I I enjoy his content so much, I'll support him by wearing one of his shirts. That's all this is. If you have bought a shirt, thank you. If you haven't, that's okay. 
Thanks for listening. That's more important than the shirts at this point. We're still trying to grow this thing, guys. I think that's it. I think that's it. I've checked everything off the box. No guest lined up for next week yet. Still working on it. Might be a solo show. Um, but who the hell knows? I try real hard, but it still ends up being feeling. It still ends up feeling thrown together at the end of the day. So it's the joys of podcasting. All right, time for my son to say thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Deal. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.